Hey friends, be sure to stay tuned after this week's episode for some fun bonus content with Andy Carter. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by the American Homebrewers Association, a network of more than 40,000 people dedicated to the appreciation of beer, cider, and mead. Join the AHA for just $3.99 a month at homebrewersassociation.org. Support for Brewed Up comes from Simi Valley Homebrew Shop. Simi Valley Homebrew Shop is located in Simi Valley, California, and is one of the only homebrew shops in the Ventura County. Open seven days a week, the shop is packed with everything you need to make your own beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Simi Valley Homebrew Shop also offers shipping nationwide. Visit simivalleyhomebrew.com to browse all available items and to place a pickup order for all recipes and equipment. Thank you for tuning in to Brewed Up, a podcast where two LA-based female homebrewers chat, laugh, and learn about craft beer, homebrewing, and whatever else comes to mind. Tyler and Lori both have brewed many styles of beer, cider, and meat, and are always up for experimenting. This show is available to listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, HoppedLA.com, and wherever else you like to listen. Now here's the show. Okay, here we go. Scene one, take three. <laughs> What's up, guys? Ooh, I'll take some of that. What's up, Andy? Andy Carter in the house. Uh, Brewed up in Andy Carter, part two. The sequel. The sequel of Dr. Andy's mm-hmm. experimental brew. Yes. The M. I've, I kind of forgot what the we climax. What we covered. What did we cover in like the part one? So part one, we got to drunk. my memory. Yeah, we got a little <laughs> drunk. Happens on a podcast. <laughs> uh, we talked about we were going to brew a beer. I think at that time we actually did publish the recipe as well. So for those that didn't see it, it's essentially a Sierra Nevada pale ale clone, more or less. No whole cone hops, though. I couldn't afford those. We couldn't make that, that, that budget work. But we did use a lot of Cascade. And now you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Did someone we get some whole cone? For. Okay. Well, um, Sorry. Yeah. If you're crunching, I'm eating a chip because oh I'm starving. I love it. Beautiful backyard. Um, so, yeah, I think the point of this one was to brew the same beer, um, but the system or the person is the difference. So, identical recipes, uh, ingredients, thanks to Simi Valley Homebrewing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So... I think with that, what we have in front of us, uh, we've bottled the beer all the same way, all the same bottle mm-hmm. sizes, mm-hmm. all the same bottle caps. Mm-hmm. All the caps have been labeled with a random number, mm-hmm. but there's blue tape on top of each cap. And our producer for the day, Producer Ed. Thank you, Producer Ed. Thanks, Ed. We love you, Ed. Producer Ed has mixed the bottles up, and now we have three bottles, each different in front of us. And I think just crack them open and 
Let's see where, see where we end Wait, up. Wait, we don't want to like pause first before this. So okay, we've got the beers. Yeah, I feel like this. Oh god, this is like the total denouement of everything. You know, I know. Like, this we brewed it, and I was, honestly, I do want to correct you. Oh wait, what did I do? Because uh -oh. we all use different um, recipe software too. Yes, so we did. Some That's true. St I mean, we can talk about that in a yeah, little bit, actually. So should we just drink? I want to drink, reveal, and then I want to okay. like source our recipes. Okay. And okay. Sounds good. I don't know. Sounds Let's good. Let's do it. So we're just gonna open one, run randomly. Left one to eat, right. right. I'm feeling. Left to right. Oh, I don't have a opener. I got you. <gasps> she got me. She got me. <gasps> okay, we've got bubbles. Hopefully these are all carbonated. Okay, well, we have a nice very carbonated. beer. It's collar. been like how long? How long ago did we brew this? Like a month ago? Five Damn. weeks, I think. Everyone's partying tonight. The neighbors are. I think we might all be drinking different ones, but I'll just talk about what we're what we have in front of us. Yeah. Nice, really clean. Um, really good clarity too. Mine is a little hazier. I remember that much, so. Hmm. So it's a clear, nice bubbles, nice head. Okay. Cheers. 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 Mine's good. I really have kind of lost track of the bottles. I don't know. Yeah, the one in my glass right now. I mean, it really looks nice. It's maybe not as hoppy as I was thinking it would might be, but the head retention is really solid. I mean, the color's spot on. And yeah, it reminds me a lot of Sierra Nevada. Yeah. The one I'm drinking reminds me of Sierra Nevada. The head retention is so so. Yep. Not as bitter mm. as I was experiencing. Nice carb. Okay. Mine is, um, it looks nice. It's pretty clear. It's kind of bitter to me, though. <coughs> so I don't know. Maybe. I think we all have. It's definitely not as um. It might be. Yeah. Mine has a kind of a nice light body, which mm. I like. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I think this one. And this is, seems really well attenuated. It's almost crispy. This is, has a nice sharp. Okay. No sweetness on the end, which I mm -hmm. don't care mm. for. Yeah. Yeah. This is not. The one I'm drinking isn't malty, really. It's very clean, pretty dry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dry. Yeah, definitely more malt bite. than this one that I have in front of me than the um, that I remember from mine. But oh my gosh, you guys don't lose these. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, oh man, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Don't start throwing those around. Okay. Okay. I got um, not toss the beer. Stay organized here, people. This thing might go. Yeah. Tits up at the end here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> That's okay. All right, I'm gonna open another one. Open my middle one. But yeah, overall I feel pretty like he's good. Rushing us. I'm not rushed. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You guys, <laughs> are, you guys no, are driving. It's this. excitement. It's excit. I am excited. You know what? You're right because I want to taste them all together, next to each other, exactly. and go back and forth. Yeah. Oh, okay. That sounds like a fun idea. Like maybe when we open this next one, maybe for give a minute of go through our systems a little bit. So I run um, a Bruzella. That's from Kegland. It's a brew in a bag, but it's all stainless steel, um, and I do about five gallons at a time. I'm in between PET carboys and uh, uh, stainless steel brew buckets or a Delta, I think they're called brew buckets, the Delta fermenters. Um, and yeah, those have been good. I mean, I'm I'm really about, I'm all about PET carboys. I, I really like PET carboys a lot, so. Um, but, you know, the stainless steel stuff is a lot easier to work with, so I've been, been doing more of that. I've been delving into the stainless steel world myself. Oh, <laughs> la di da, yo tambien. Okay. With my grandfather, stainless steel fermenter, the grandfather. 
This episode is brought to you by the Grainfather. <laughs> I'll definitely put a more legit like plug in the beginning of this because we gotta also thank you. Yeah, Andy already mentioned Simi Valley had um donated, sponsored the ingredients for this, so thank oh, you. Oh yeah, guys. for sure. All right, Andy, what's what so are you getting? I'm smelling a lot more of the fermentation character in this beer. Um, though it looks very similar to the other one. It's maybe a little darker than the last beer. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, head retention solid. Um, always impressed. I think the head retention stuff is kind of driven. I think it's driven by the, the crystal malt a little bit. Like it just kind of seems to stick stick around more. Um, okay. I'm probably wrong about that, but I, that's where I've seen to see well, you're it. You're also swirling it like a maniac. Well, that's yeah. That's like, like, <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in it. I'm in it. So for me, though, it smells a lot lot more of the yeast kind of esters and less mm-hmm. of the hops. So I haven't tasted it yet. Let's see. The one I'm drinking is definitely a l- definitely more malty, more body than the last one that mm-hmm. I was drinking. Yeah, this one has a little bit, m- the one that I have is a little more body, darker color. The head darker. retention, not so much. Let me do a little Andy swirl. Somehow and I think me and you are get. drinking the Ooh. same ones in the same order, somehow. Ed. That's <laughs> randomness. It's producer. <laughs> P.A. Where's he at? He's getting coffee. <gasps> oh, there's Bear. Hi, Bear. We're here in the backyard. Yeah, we forgot to um, say where we're at. In we're South Central. Yeah, we're in Lori's backyard. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. Although there is a fire going on in the Palisades right now. Yes, I just saw that. Oh wow. Well. It happens. It happens. Um, yeah, I'm not getting a lot of bitterness. Um, definitely more malt backbone in this one. It's a little bit darker, but it's good. Clean. Yeah, this one screams ale to me. Like it's pretty all soft. It's well balanced. Not super sweet, but kind of soft on the tongue. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not too not too sharp. The carbonation's there. Make sure you're talking to the mic, too. The carbonation's there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't hear Lori. Mm-hmm. Should we go for... I'm going to go for... Go for three? Yeah. We're doing three? Well, maybe, uh, Tyler, how did... What's oh, your sorry, brew system I'm like? Rushing. No, what's your brew system like? Or maybe we'll, we'll... As we'll cover this along the way. So... My brew system is what you might call traditional <laughs> three vessel. Mm. Um, I have two Bayou Classic kettles and a cooler for a mash tun. And classic. Using a rims tube, which I'm still dialing in. I think I finally we can talk about like our individual brew days later, but because um, mine was still not quite dialed in when I brewed this beer, but um, yeah, propane. Use a pump. Use a pump. Mm -hmm. Pump Mm -hmm. it up, you know. And you're using, uh, (laughs) you put all this into Beersmith, the specs? I use Beersmith, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, I use Beersmith. Yeah, yeah, we all use Beersmith. Well, kind of. I don't. You don't? Yeah, because Andy sent us, like, his, his... Andy Smith. Oh, by the way. Oh, no. Let's, let's not Everybody. get it twisted. Let's not get it twisted. Carter Smith. Dr. Andy has an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> on crack, and all the cells have their own algorithm that respond accordingly. So I will say, it's pretty I, live. Did, I did make my own because I was so sick of Beer Smith. Sorry, Brad. Ooh. I really, I, I wasn't down. Sorry, it, Brad. for me. How dare you talk is, okay, about Brad I don't like go on a rant, but it's like, it's very opaque on how the math works. And so part of it was, I was like, well, it's not doing what I want to do, and it's it's not clear how he's doing his math. So I'm like, I'm just gonna write my own, mm-hmm. and that's how it is. I mean, the one issue with Excel is, I mean, it it's, unst- it's not stable for a lot of things. So, but it was quick, it was easy, and 
I don't have to write my own program, and it's mine. So, and yeah, we're, uh, we're great. We've been using another one. Brewfather is a good one too. It's a little mm-hmm. more flexible on website, and we've moved a lot of philosophy guys have moved to Brewfather. Um, though, I mean, there's still you can't customize it, right? That's the whole point. Or making your own software is because you can then write it yourself. You can do exactly what you want yourself, and that's it. And what's nice about Excel is it's very portable. Every computer yeah. that has Excel can run it. So, if you talk about writing your own. Programs. Program. My eyes will just roll back okay, into cool. my head. I'll stop talking about it. <laughs> I am using the Grainfather community app. Nice. But I also put it through Bruce Smith just to compare, and I'm excited to share those results with you guys as well. Nerd time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I'm I was super impressed by your Excel sheet. I probably oh, yeah. have similar frustrations with Beersmith, but I'm not smart enough to realize those yet. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, there's a few things in there that are a little. Wonky. Well, you can override all that stuff, right? You can. It's for me. I was like, I want. It was very specific about how mashes are done. Mm-hmm. And not like I knew some like super complicated mash. It's just like mm-hmm. the numbers do not compute into how I think about those vocabulary terms. Okay. So I'm like, at some point, your level of frustration is not about how to learn how to not be upset. It's about just fixing it with some other software. Wait, <laughs> are you how, talking wow. about the numbers, like the volumes? Yeah, the volumes. Yeah, the volumes the bother me. They're so crazy. They're all over the place, and I just I can't I couldn't anymore. I just it kind of makes why. me it kind of makes me go crazy sometimes. Yeah. But so. wait, specifically like so like I want to add or? I want to add this much water to my mash ton. Okay. And then it's like there's the dead space, mm-hmm. and then there's this. It's algebra, mm-hmm. and it's like his algebra. Sorry, I mean I mean the software is very good. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna bag on it pretty hard. Take it easy w- on algebra. But Come it's on. this. It seems to be simple algebra. Soft and It doesn't algebra. seem to want to do it the the way I want it to. So that's why I got I gave up. <laughs> I feel you because I was going back and forth and like my brain was like, wow, there's something really wow. holding this thing back. But honestly, I also feel like there's probably a reason. But sometimes the reason is to make up for like you know, the average citizen. So sure. maybe I'm just, I don't know. The average home brewer, which you're not, by the way. I mean, you're a spe- above average. Yes and no, but. All right, so okay. number three. Number oh, tray. numero trace. Do sky. not lose these I'm not. Caps. Look at mine are all lined up Tyler, all I'm worried about you. I mean, you should be worried about <laughs> me, not In general. for this. Because I love you. My mom, the other day, I'm going to go see my mom for Mother's Day slash birthday, and she was like, She's like, yeah, you're not really good at health in general, are you? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, mommy. I was like, you're right, but ouch. She's a but, doctor. Uh, she's, so a she's a doctor, so oh. her perception yeah. is. She's like, you drink a lot. You don't take vitamins. Wow. Does she not know about the vitamins in beer? No. We might have to forward her some studies. Yeah. <laughs> Vitamin B. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> My third one, the color... Looks more like the second one. My first one was super clear and light. This one's probably the darkest. Yeah. Do we all have the same third? No, one? we don't. He well, mixed them all up. No, no, just no. We mixed them all up. So we're all drinking different. I mean, ones. did I he? Did we I all don't know. turned we all around? Yeah, we did. We did. We didn't watch any of it. Ed likes to play games and play tricks. I don't know. He actually had fourth, did he brew a fourth beer and bottle it and everything? He's trying to sabotage. <laughs> oh, I have a fourth. Oh, I yeah, have, we have a the fourth. fourth <laughs> the, the bonus beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh wow! This is t- the all three of these beers are so different, but like, yep, they're all so singing bad. the same song. They're all singing the same, song. but a different. I don't know. Oh, I love how you said that. Or something. I don't know. Yeah, this one's they're definitely the, same the song. baritone. I was gonna say the different pitches, maybe. <laughs> yeah, pitches. Maybe some auto tune. 
I don't know. So this one I'm getting, yeah, the, the color is a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually, let me see, hold on. This one bangs me over the head with bitterness. The bitterness. Mm. I was going to say, this is probably the bitterest, bittertest one. Um, it's not, it's like in between dry and malty, but I think maybe it's just the bitter. This one I think is crisp, very malty, bite. but also very bitter. And, and it's a little bite. heavier. This probably yeah, tastes wow. the most like a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale to me. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm, I'm actually lying, looking across the table right now at the different beers, at the colors, trying to match up who's drinking which one right now. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, don't do it. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, they're all really so, yeah, good. I, I, I predicted either all identical or all different, and yeah, we're at all different at this point. They're all. They're yeah. Are they're all unique? Yeah. And we all fermented at. 66, yep. right? Nope. 66, or well, 66 Fahrenheit, uh, <laughs> but some people have yet to get temperature control. So. Temperature control. Yeah, but, but, but is it necessary? I mean, yeah, I'm really into Mother Earth. I like an ambient temperature. Ambient music, ambient temperature. You no, know, she provides. Just kidding. <laughs> She's done a Kavik. I mean, I definitely Wait, pull, I love pulled how you just my said fermenter that. out. Kavik. Because everyone says it. There's like 10 different ways. Kvike, you can get the pronunciation. You can just drop the, the official pronunciation. There's a guy that recorded, you know, that recorded Who, it. Lars? Kvike. I think Lars did it. Yeah, I think Lars Kvike. did it. Yeah. I mean, Lars is the man. Someone has like a recording of how to say goose correctly, and they put that on there because he will keep Oh, wait. Even you just saying it right now. Is that the correct way? No, can't be. Oh, God. I'm not Belgian. Goose. Goose? 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 I think I say goose. Goose? Goose? I love a goose. Lamb- lambique? <laughs> Or lambic. Lambic. Wow. C'est Hold on. My whole little brain is flip-flopping right. We need, right, to, back we need to, to bring it back to the beers. We'll bring it back to the beers. The, the good old American Okay, palau. so the recipe gauza. was... Smoothie gauza. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. And your bittering hop yep. was a notable hop. Correct. Tell us again. So I think it's Magnum. Uh-huh. I believe it was Magnum. Did we not no. do Magnum? Oh, shit. <laughs> we used Cascade the whole time now. No. Oh, God. Oh, oh Lord. Lord. Have pull the story it's up. been, sorry. It's been oh. like a couple oh, months. Oh, my right? God. Oh, no. These people. Oh, okay. God. Everybody just DM me at Lollytrom about how special <laughs> these guys are. No, no, no. Look, Talk check it me. out. Check no. it out. I'm going to bring up the recipe. <clears throat> I feel like our bittering hop was just like kind of out there. Sterling. I think it wasn't. Sterling. Oh. Was it Sterling? I think it was Sterling. Okay. Wow. For once, I remember something. And then we had a whole five ounces of hops. Yeah, a lot of Cascade, a lot of really super high alpha acid Cascade hops. Yeah, that this is the alpha acid. I was worried gonna bang you over the head. Yeah, all five at five percent alpha addict. Well, you know what I was surprised at was on your ingredient or brewing sheet Mm -hmm. that you send us. You were like. There's so there's two ounces of Cascade in the Whirlpool, but you said it. You said, like, do it with it still hot, right? What? Yeah. So I. So well, it depends on your system. So you know what I've done, <laughs> or at least. But what, what, there was a specific word that you had on that. Well, a hold, hot, a, a steep or a hold, a hot hold. I call yeah, it. Yeah, hot hold. Yeah, yeah. I come okay. up. With my own, I have to come up with my own phrases because. I they, just assumed it was like, don't start chilling yet. Just yeah. Whirlpool. So I, I, got, I pulled up. I pulled up my sheet. So it was for those listening along at home. It was Sterling. Mm-hmm. Half an ounce at sixty, mm-hmm. Cascade an ounce at thirty, mm-hmm. Cascade at two ounces at fifteen, Here and we then go. Cascade two ounces at Whirlpool. So everyone's got a different way of Whirlpooling because everyone's system's different. But you know, if you don't have a pump, so pumpless, you would be just adding the hops 
after turning off the elements, any heat elements, and just letting them steep mm-hmm. in the in the liquid. And whirlpooling usually means you're stirring a lot, so you're trying to create a trub cone at the bottom before you run the liquid off. Now, if you have a pump, you would just do that with a pump. You wouldn't stir. You would just let the pump circulate and create that hop trub cone at the center and then yeah. pull off from the side. Um, for me, I put out, you know, more newer systems have the hop spider, the stainless steel hop basket yeah. hop spider. So I just add those in there. I might stir it up a little bit and then just let it sit there. You can also, some people do this, is to cool the beer down a little bit if you have like a pump to chill the beer and then add it so you're like less hot. So less, theoretically, less bitterness, more retained oils right, right, right. and mm-hmm. stuff. There's more so flavor more aroma. More flavor aroma, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yes. Actually, First there's a all, birthday party. There's a birthday party going next door. door. There's a kids' birthday I think party I set the door. mics up, or at least I, I set them up. I think correctly that we'll hear only us, but I maybe hear the kids. Little kids, I mean, yeah. literally yeah. just like screaming, screaming and dying. I love it. Okay, so I want to talk about that for just sure. a second because I don't make a lot of hoppy beers, so mm-hmm. I usually just like don't give a shit when I'm reading that part in the recipe. And I was brewing on like a rando day. Y'all were at work and I needed some, you know, I had the lifeline, but like everyone was busy <laughs> with my message. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I was I like, <laughs> I was like, what's a whirlpool? Oh, what's a, okay. My, cause my thing says hop stand and I have a pump. So I was thinking, well, pump is like a whirlpool, right? Cause Tyler, once you've used a, um, a drill to create kind of a whirlpool effect. I remember a whirlpool. Uh, yeah, I used to, at one point I was using a paint mixer attached yep. to a, yeah. a drill mm-hmm. and I would stick it in there and go, mm-hmm. is that the same as using a pump? Well, it's the, the point of the whirlpool, it comes from a professional brewing term, which is you actually have a boil kettle and then you move your boiling to the whirlpool tank. It's a oh, separate God. tank. Then you add the hops and then you, move it like a like a wave like an ocean that moves around like a, to like then whirlpool. S- to set up the cone you can do the same thing with a paddle right or because a pump. you're increasing the contact between the wart and the surface yeah. area of the cone so yeah. on my system i actually have i've drilled a hole in the kettle and mm-hmm. it's got a little elbow okay and the last 10 minutes of the boil i'll run so i i technically have two ports on my kettle so the last two minutes to sanitize those that tubing is I'm going to use it to, to put the wort in the fermenter. I'll um, whirlpool, basically. I'm recirculating through the bottom port, through the pump, and then through the whirlpool. So that little elbow right there is shooting it this way. So it's making a circle. Oh. And yeah. then... Centrifugal force? I think that's yeah, what it yeah. is. Okay. I, think no, I think that's a technical I don't know if this is going to like resonate with you guys. So... The boil stopped. I was like, we're done. Yeah. 60 minutes. Boil's over. The grandfather was like, you're done. Turn it off. I dropped the hops in. And the visual I got was those little fuckers were moving around, like mm-hmm. having a major party. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't boiling, but just the activity of the heat on the molecules was just yep. like, it was very yeah. rigorous. Mm-hmm. So I thought, mm, whirlpool, I, mean, I could turn on the pump, but like this looks pretty rad. Look good to me. The I whirlpool, just, I, just I feel it. like, is is specifically for creating it's that It's a conspiracy. Yeah. So that you're, you're not... Because you're reducing, like, other, the, other than the hops, you get, like, hot break and all this crap in there that you're trying to yeah. get out of the fermenters. Because you can't sell that. You just, you're going to dump it eventually. So Yeah. Like, yeah. I've, I've done it where I've dropped the, the temperature to, like, 160. And yeah. then I, do, I did a whirlpool, leave it for oh. 20 minutes, and then chill it down again. But, like... Oh. 
I didn't even consider the temperature of the wart. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be wow. hot. Wow. It's good. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> it's going to be hot. Um, I mean, that some of that's like if pe- people believe or, or, or think that lowering the temperature will retain more of those those like very delicate essential flavors that are in the hops. So it's a mm-hmm. it's a it's a question. I mean, it's I, for I the think haze, maybe, bro. I'm, I'm sure once we get back to in-person tastings with like experiments and stuff, we can do mm-hmm. more. Otherwise, you know, I'll be the first to say I've also forgotten how many experiments people have done, and there may be there may be a hot a temperature one that's been done to see if it's really different or not. But hold on, yeah. I just got an idea. Let's oh. do a temperature hot. We'll do the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about because it. Because that's I actually didn't really consider that. We dry hop. Yep. We do flame out. Yep. There's the hop spider. There's whirlpool. What does it all mean? Nobody knows. I mean, we should find I out. Know. <laughs> I kind of know, but there's a lot of gray area. You have to admit. Yeah. No, there is. Because I remember the other day you were like, um, "Do you guys have uh, what did you say? A hop?" Um, what is it when you're you have the hops coming out of the chilled kettle? Oh, a hop back. A hop back. A hop back. Yeah. yeah. You're like, do you have hop backs? And I was like, that's a more of a process than a, like an item. No, but I asked you about you the hop spider. I asked you about a hop spider. No, no, girl, you asked me. And that's a like a little back. basket that hangs on the <laughs> side. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Why is it called a spider though? It doesn't have. It used to pain. have. It used to have um, before they were manufactured by like actual like companies. Mm-hmm. Like in China, they were cranking these out. They were just bags that had light arms that would hang on the side of your kettle. And so it looked oh, like so a spider. Oh, so it sort of like jumped. It would, like jump, it it like, would, it would hang over okay. and it had like arms, so they called it a hop spider. Like dip in kind of. Yes, exactly. So anyway, back to the Whirlpool uh-huh. hops. That that dropping them in and leaving it at basically boiling temperature was, was like, okay, maybe that's, that's going to probably add a lot of bitterness. Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk about... I want to reveal fuck ups. <laughs> yeah, the reveal. Oh, right? oh, I want to talk about the reveal. Okay, let's talk about fuck ups. So, who wants to start? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think um, you, I, you lead us off. Start it up. So start us off. Okay, so I'm just gonna say it. Um, I'm super spoiled. I have the grandfather. Thank you, BSG. And then I have an app. And so I like do a little brewing. I come inside. I'm like making a cup of coffee. I'm enjoying a croissant. Maybe I'm doing a workout. I don't know. So then sometimes, I know, right. So if I like pull my phone off of that app, I don't know if the timer goes off. And then I feel really bad because my my brewing, there's people that live right next to where I'm brewing. And so like the timer will go off for different actions on the grandfather. And it's like, oh shit, how long has it been going on? Oh shit, let me check my thing. So, you know, I maybe I had like it. It will tell you, like, it's done boiling, but it will continue to boil until you walk up to it and, like, press, like, Got it. the next thing. Next step. Yeah. So, so I think some some of my timing might have been off Oh. with my hop additions. But I don't think in terms of bittering versus, like, flavoring or aroma, I think there was just a nice, at least a clean half an I'm hour between those. I'm actually curious to know if if you do remember how off they were. Because once we reveal which one is which, oh, no, these clearly no all more than, different... like, two or three minutes. I mean, oh, okay. yeah, Never it was still, oh, the, yeah, the brew day was still, like, okay. the same amount of time. But Okay. So that was it? Just yeah, that's. Hops. I mean, that's um, basically I mean, I perfect. Was, I was I'm just kidding. I thought I was threatened with a cardamom edition. I was worried, but I'm not getting any cardamom. I almost did at the end just to be cute, but then I held back. <laughs> but we should also compare. Um, wait, wait, our grist. Reveals. What? 
more reveals. I want to know what else happened on everyone's food day. Well, <laughs> I I was we were talking about the amount of grain that we were yep. actually using and oh, the yeah. per, you like, know the end game the efficiency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we were sure. speaking about the efficiency was sort of an issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's been a minute, so I can't um, remember, but. That was something that was kind of hanging in my yeah, mind, we the were amount of water I was using. We were and I think I only filled my keg, I want to say, like four gallons. Okay. That was your ending uh, volume? No, it was about five. Okay. But I filled some bottles oh. um, to naturally oh, condition. That's our bonus experiment. And then also I got uh, sick of pulling the wort out. I was like, this thing has got five ounces of hops in it. <laughs> Um, you know. So wait, question. What were your, what were the target OGs and FGs? <gasps> oh, I can pull it up. Sorry, I, I should have that ready. Because I, I want to know hmm, if interesting. everyone hit it. I mean, I didn't. I'll so, talk about that. I mean, in my defense, I had my systems pre-dialed in. Yes, so yes. I mean, I, I was hitting my numbers. He hit the numbers. I hit the numbers. He did. Um, so what was the numbers for people at home? Um, told yeah. you know, uh, start uh, you know, OG ten fifty six. Okay. Ooh. Um, I, I, I know I took a picture of it. I don't have it here. I know it was. I think it was above ten ten. I was like ten 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 eleven. I think I was around there. So. Oh my gosh. Okay. My SG, ten fifty seven. Okay. It's a little lower on the on the efficiencies. So. FG, ten eleven. Oh, actually, we're, we're spot on. We're okay. kind of like in proportion. Yeah. Okay. So are you ready to hear mine? Go ahead. <laughs> ah. So, like I said, I was. Dialing in my system still when I was doing this. Uh, so my mash efficiency was pretty terrible, but my FG or my OG was like 1049. Ooh. But oh. my FG <laughs> was 1007. Oh. Right. Yep. And I don't, I'm not sure, because I mean, the mash temperature I know was the same the entire way, sure. which was 150, right? Um, but I mean, we use Imperial. House, which yep. is like a it's pretty beast. It's pretty oh, bread. Yeah. We all use the same, same yeast strain to mm-hmm. remove that as a variable. Shout but out to still, Imperial. What is what's what's up with that? Like, what's up? Why, why that? did mine drop so far? Well, it's, it was attenuating. I think the same percent. I, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but you had forty eight versus like fifty six, and then you went to like oh six oh seven. I mean, that's mm-hmm. yeah. It's in the ballpark of attenuation. I mean, it's going to attenuate at some level. You know, yeast in general, they don't have an alcohol tolerance. We're not pushing alcohol tolerance or just pushing fermentability so yeah eh, i mean mm. i think you're as, as fermentable so you that's how much you fermented that that's kind of it because if it, even yeah. if you had say you had higher og but the makeup of the sugars edible to the yeast is the same then you would just do the same ratio of it i, I can eat 80 percent of this green bill therefore i mean 80 percent if it's higher or lower so i see i think because that's it, what's going on yeah because then my abv ended up being like almost the same yeah yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But mine is very dry, so you probably can guess which. Well, ones. I have a brewed up exclusive. I did not use lactic acid. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't either. Wait, I didn't did either. I? No, no, yeah, I did. No. Oh, so oh. That, oh, that was so that was so. <laughs> I think what she's commenting towards is there's a line in my water profile. Oh, it's the same. Okay. That is not that it it it's because cutting and pasting in, in Excel is. Not great all the time, and yeah. it looks like you should add lactic acid to the mash, but it's you don't. It's just there in case you in want case it you need to. Because got it. There's another shout out to another great piece of Excel software called Bruin Water, mm-hmm. um, by Martin. Uh, Bruin Water is a really comprehensive water spreadsheet 
and it assumes you can do any water and then fix it to what you need. And so mm -hmm. it, we use RO or, or whatever, some base water, um, but you can use any water and it'll help you adjust everything because it can kind of predict the pH of the mash. It can give you like target values for stuff and then you can mm -hmm. kind of adjust it from there. So mm -hmm. I need to start using that. Yeah, it's my favorite yeah. water software. Okay. So. You, you know, see that there's I'm a trend. Hold, I just I'm go gonna to the hold Excel. back on that. I'm gonna hold off on that. That's right. Laura, you're making great beer without. Yeah. I'm just trying to be just like. Pre-show, pre-show pre green room. We did try the the just Rogan like a blonde. Mom it was makes very beer. good. We should try the the uh, the uh, Rogan beer half uh, blend. Oh, very so good. good. Very good. Thank so. you for yeah, saying I that. Yeah, I thought it was good too. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. So. So wait. Okay. So the other thing that I I know actually I think those are the only things that i oh messed up because it was like the ogfg were like a little off okay the ferment but the fermentation i was able to keep like a 66 okay. you both did 66 yeah my yeah. i just set my chamber to 66. mine was at like probably 68 okay <laughs> at, there was actually one time where okay so I don't know, not to go kids. off on a story, but I have an, uh, the grandfather, <laughs> the grandfather, makers of amazing homebrew equipment. I have a grandfather um, fermenter, and it's set up to be like in a, with a glycol chiller. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but I'm not, I'm not down for that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm I mean, not about that life. Yeah, I'm really into Mother Earth. But look, Earth. if you so I'm using that that Brewville Conical. Okay. Ice water. It's keeping it at ale temperatures. Wait, what? We'll talk about it later. Okay, but. we will. <laughs> so I have the grandfather. The thing about the grain, the conical fermenter is it's yep. meant to go with with glycol paired, paired, paired so with a chiller. Yeah. Right. So it's very well insulated. Yep. So honestly, when you put something in it. It's not just going to like drop because it was in, even if I had a fridge, a walk-in that I could put the whole thing in, it would be that internal contact that would actually bring yeah, the wort down. Yeah, you need the internal chiller, yeah. Yeah. So um, I do have it in my garage. I do live in South LA. We do get a little chilly. So like this, <laughs> the first or second night, I actually pulled the whole fermenter outside and left it overnight. Even my... When I before I put it in the fermenter, I chilled it to groundwater temperature, which took forever, like sixty-eight degrees. I chilled the fermenter, and then I put the wort in the chilled fermenter. That's right. I don't know if anyone wants to know about this. I put a bunch of sanitizer in the fermenter, and I dropped a bunch of like ice packs in it, and oh, just left it in there for a while. Mm -hmm. So I was just thinking, if I can get the whole thing to a certain temp. And then put the ch chilled-ish wort yep. in there. Then yep. maybe it won't be so so psycho. And then yeah, I did bring it out one night because, as you know, active fermentation gets a little hyphy. Yep. That imperial yeast did hyphy. go crazy, and that That's was kind of my thing. But once I got it down, it was good to go. It really does maintain the temperature. So, if you're looking for a conical fermenter, even if you don't want to do a glycol chiller, even the double-walled insulated fermenter was actually kind of cool. You just have to control what's going into it. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to get hot inside mm -hmm. of it. and it, it is the one thing. It's because it's so insulated, it's meant to be actively chilled. But, yeah. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'm kind of in your camp of there because so I have many friends that have invested a lot more in their own home brewery. So they're buying the chillers. They're buying mm -hmm. all those things. For me, how kind of I operate, I want to operate with, like, 
failure control. Uh-huh. Like if something goes wrong, mm-hmm. I need to have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Right. So a pump fails. <coughs> How do I get around that? The chill, something dies. I need to have a solution on hand so mm-hmm. that my day isn't wait. You know, the six hours right. you did it. Basically. So what do you mean a pump fails? Like the glycol pump? No, no, no. Like if I, my brew day, like a pump just oh, dies, right? Because right, right, right? right. like, so there's a big thing. Before, you don't really need a pump to brew, stuff, guys, I was so. really anti a lot of equipment. I'm kind of a yeah. luddite. I was kind of so, like, I like very that. low tech. Yes. Um, right. And so with with now with more equipment, I have to have some backup. So I have an, an extra pump. I have all these extra things because I knew you buy one pump, you get two pumps. <laughs> What if the power goes If, 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 if you, you get really happy about a pump, you're going to want that second pump. If, if, well, if, say you're doing 10-gallon batches, 50-gallon batches, and your yeah, pump dies, I mean, what are you going to do with it, right? So, I'll, t- I'll tell you what you do with it. What do you do? If my pump were to die, I would just brew that fucker. Oh, by the way, we didn't even use, uh, what's it called? Warflock. Oh, yeah. I'm, no, I'm, a, Iris I'm, a, I'm, I'm not on that. Okay, cool. That's me. That's me. Okay. So, if your pump were to die, don't trip. Fuck Wait, it. you guys, neither of you use Whirlflock? No. No. You don't use Whirlflock. Well, I used to. No, but I have a reason. wasn't listed in the ingredients. But I, re- I have a reason why I don't anymore, but I'll tell you in a second. Well, I didn't use it because this fool didn't tell me to use it. And yeah. I was well, trying to be a good girl. List. Not the ingredient list. Okay, if my pump were to die and I was trying to get a little clear beer, clear yeah. beer 2021, I would get, I, I do have a setup to clarify my beer. It's... Three different mesh things put together, and it also oxygenates the beer. In my in my my theory, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Probably not as good as a pump, but it's something, you guys. I feel like the whole world fox discussion is like another episode. We'll talk about that later. But I'm so <laughs> I am so curious because I definitely I use world fox in every Wait, did you use it on this brew? Yes. Yeah. I, I thought tell. we talked about that. I thought no, I don't know. I think what do you mean you I can tell? I can, well, I've already picked <laughs> which beer is which, so I already know. Oh. I think I know which is Zeus. I mean, um, but yeah. um, I think we, that was maybe a side discussion. It doesn't matter. because that's So the thing of this experiment, or at least what my plan was, was that it was more about not the specific ingredients or anything. It was more about how does each of us brew ourselves, mm-hmm. and then how does that translate to the beers in the bottles. Got it. That's really the point. Not not like uh, the ingredients or whatever. So we'll try that again, of course. But we see the differences in these beers because, like we said earlier, these beers are very different. They're they are are all three unique. So Andy, on the- I guess we'll just assume your brew day just went fucking perfect. Oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. I'm trying to remember. I, I mean, it was fine. Um, uh, I that I can remember is. I issue. wish you guys could see his face right now. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, no, there's no, well, look, no, like, it was no problems. Recipe, I mean, he can't help it. it. He's I, perfect. I, I w- if you messed up, I would be, a sh- I would be pretty No, it was fine. I mean, no, yeah. no, no big stuff. Um, okay. I, was, I mean, the world flock thing, why I don't is that for philosophy, at least, I try to not, if I don't have a thing around and I brew and I run out or break something like to my point of having backup plans, mm-hmm. like I'm like, if I don't need to have this in my brew day, I'm not having it. I don't need to have an extra thing. It's I mean, one it, little tablet, bro, bro. I know, I know. I need to buy it. I should just buy it and have it. And, I, and You know, I know what, though? It makes crazy cold break. And it, it does. Can, it, it does. It's it, freaky. I am a little worried about my pump. The, the Brewzillas, for as mm-hmm. much as I love them, whew, those pumps are oh, yeah. candy glass. They will. Oh, really? They will. Well. Don't I, stress them out. I, yeah, they're they're fireworks. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> There's fireworks in the background. South though, though the mic gain on these is set correctly, I mm-hmm. think, guys. I think you heard the fireworks, so. Hopefully. It'll add character to the episode. It's good. It's live. We're live. <laughs> so are live we to going take. to reveal? Yes. I think we should do really. I think I'm I know excited. my. I think I know who's it's who's. I do too. Okay. I don't know. Oh, you don't. You're you you're guys. mystery. I mean, I know which one's mine. I don't know. Did which the Dodgers win or something? I don't. Okay. 
It's oh, that's fine. right. All right, so I'm gonna. I, I have my list of who's is who's, but I'm I'm taking. So we're taking the blue tape off of the caps. All right, blue tape. And then we're gonna see off. who's is who's. Oh, I like. Lid can't even read. Oh, did read the this. oh did the stick? And my sharpie stayed. Oh, it's very sl very slight. Okay, so yeah. Lori, we need I some thought. light out here, Gur. 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 Let's call the PA. Wow, we all did three digit numbers. 13? No, I didn't. One three eight. Yeah, Wait, that's me. I was right about you? mine. Yeah. Whoa. Wait. Hold on. One thirty-eight. The sign of the sign of the devil. Was Tyler? Were you thirteen? This is nothing. One thirty-eight. No, I'm forty-three. Was it forty-three? Was it four? Oh, it is forty-three. Oh wow. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, so you were wrong. I was way no. I was way off. Wow. Oh, I knew. I, love I, that. I could taste mine. I knew mine. Okay, fine. That's fair. Which I mean, one's yours? It's uh, one thirty-four. One thirty-four. One two four. One two four. One two four. Okay, so this one's yours. This one's Lori's. Cool. So yours is much darker. Okay, so I was flip-flopped because I thought the one that had more of the yeast kind of aromatic character was uh, Lori's because Beca of oh. the higher fermentation. Right. But I was totally off. Wow. Holy shit. Okay, Wait, this so is does great. mine have yeast character? Wait. I just get it for yours. Is I get yours a at 113? One, no, I put 124 on mine. <laughs> Mine's the clear baby. What's yours? 43? Mine's 43. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yours... Tyler's is my favorite. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna make sure I'm I'm not I, I'm not wrong. This is yours, Tyler. No, mine's know. the lightest. Oh, one. okay. Then, then, Andy, then my caps got flipped. Then my caps got flipped. Oh no. Oh yeah, no, that one's Andrew. mine. All right now we're good. Wow. I think His now own we're good. Wow. System. Well, you only have you only have a couple His beers. You try to do a podcast and maybe you flip the caps around. Okay. So the lightest one. Okay, got it. Mine's the clear right. beer, 2021. <laughs> All right. Yours now is we're good. really um, you it's crispy. Yeah. She managed to well, make yeah. a crispy pill. It dried the fuck out. Literally. <laughs> now, now I feel I was worried. Now I'm good. Now I know. Now I understand the beers. All right. Okay. Cool. Now I understand the beers. Got it. Yeah. I was like pretty sad that mine, the the OG was so low. I was like, man. Yeah. I like it though. It's good. I get the, the same character from the beer that I get from all of them. You know, the, the hop yeah. um, kind of bit. bit hold on. Um, Did we try in the same order? I don't think so. Tyler, it, Andy, Lolly. No, I went. Ty yeah, I went we Tyler. Did. I went Tyler, Lori, Andy. Okay, so oh. we did the same. Okay. Interesting. Mine's probably the. Mine feels the most bitter to me. Yours is pretty bitter. Yeah. I wonder why. I'm wondering why. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think. Would love to know. It's a good question. I wonder if the. You did do only sixty minutes, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm maybe mm. 65. Okay. Wait, did you dump all five ounces of the cascade at one Fuck time? Fuck yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> but every time I've tasted this beer over the last couple of weeks, mm. I've been like, fucking well, I wonder Andy. Because the temperature, for me, which I was assuming when we were tasting them, why you said oh. higher temperature, I wonder if the higher fermentation temperature did something. But not only used. a slightly higher temperature, but like probably a little bit of a variation. Yeah, more variation or yeah, yeah. than a city temp. Yeah. Right, right. That's why. That's what I smelled and taste in the beers. There's more of an ester, yeasty okay. component to the beer. Yeah, yeah. In Lori's. Okay. This is so. I love this. This is so fun. I know this is super fun. What's our next one gonna be? <laughs> well, that's a good question. I think maybe we we kind of wrap. So I think hold on. I want to give you a little shit real quick. Oh. oh. Bring it. For one of our favorite listeners. Who listens to the podcast. Our biggest fan. <laughs> I'm not going to say our biggest fan, but... His face is... Our so favorite fan. 
how dare you come at us with a five ounces <laughs> of hop pale ale for our experiment? Well, have I would you, say, have you not listened to the well, podcast? Of course, of course, of course. But I was, you know, I want to challenge people. I want to challenge oh, you. Wow, I want to challenge okay. Your, okay. your realities. And I think that this is the one beer that a anyone at home can brew. That's true. And mm-hmm. B is like the most common craft beer, other than like I don't know, is there a good seltzer now? That's a craft seltzer or something like that <laughs> we're have. Um, soon, but soon. Uh, but but I mean, obviously a common one. I, this would be like your first kit if you go to the store. Like well, so. at first I was like fucking Andy. But then after it, I was like, this tastes like a Sierra Nevada pale ale. So, like, Andy, I get it. We're starting at square one. We're getting we're getting real. Yeah. It's cute. I, I like it. For me, it shows, you know, we're, we're all operating very differently. Mm-hmm. So for the next one, I mean, we, can, we can make a new change or make a new new whatever variable. But we also know, like, how different our base beers will be. And so yeah. is it is it is a question, you know, we'll pick one to do. Because I, I really want to repeat this again. This was a lot of fun. Oh, for sure. Um, but we'll know like how different they are. But maybe now it's not about how similar they're going to be, but how those new ingredients express themselves in how we brew, right? Mm-hmm. So this case, for me personally, like mine has a lot more hop aroma than Tyler's, than Lori's. Mm-hmm. But I don't think any beer is bad. They're all good beers. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, we're all good. good beers. We're just maybe not, if we're trying to clone something, there's a different question there. But we're not trying to clone it. We're just having fun. So we don't care how the final beer ends up. But all the beers turned out good. So, um, and I'm just impressed how, you know, it actually, other than just um, the flavor, they all look a lot very similar. And they all look, you know, they look and smell and taste, they all taste good. So Why I mean, is mine so light? I feel like Tyler, like Tyler's a crispy girl, and I feel like she really was like, "This motherfucking pale well, ale is what, about to be crispy you know, as fuck." You, know, you know what I think the difference is? If I do a hot take on why the Tyler versus Andy batch has different aroma and flavor mm-hmm. is the OG. Wow. Because oh. I think with the alcohol increasing and the flavors and everything being oh, higher, totally. yeah, yeah, the hops are coming off more. Oh, but what about fun. the color, though? My color yeah, that's like... also wild, too. Which I think we should evaluate our water volumes real quick. Ooh. Do you recall how much water you used? No. Tyler? But I don't know if it's, I mean, the water volumes are. I mean, say what you will, but I think I used 8.23 gallons. So I, I always do. Because the brusillas oh. are smaller, uh huh. Okay. I do five, always a fixed five gallons for the initial, and then I'll sparge. My sparge will change, so it was like probably five gallons mm-hmm. of initial water for, for for sure. It was five gallons, and then it was maybe three to four. Let's just call it three and a half. So so then it was seven and a half total get volumes of water to oh, sparge wow. everything. Yeah. I use about ten gallons per every five. That's gallons. why wow. yours is so light and crispy. <laughs> But it's because my boil off is two gallons. Yeah, very high boil off. Yeah. Wow. I know in Brazil, I think it's probably Whoa, half a I, well, I, I need to like, sit it. down and think about I think, this. I think, I've clock, I, think, I, th- I think my my sheet might be lying about how fast it evaporates because I'm not accounting for some other type of pump loss or, or trub loss. So mm-hmm. I, I put a gallon, but it's probably lower. But my numbers work out. So it's like, well, if the numbers work out, I'm, I'm ignoring it. So it's, it's fine. So it's consistent. This it opens like a Pandora's box of questions. I'm like, where do I put all my calculations to actually, you should help me later with mine. Actually, you know what? I don't give a fuck. My efficiency could care yeah, less. Just, uh, yeah, I think I, a lot I'm of making annoying. beer. People, I'm drinking People the get beer. a little obsessed with that, or at least initially when you're yeah. trying to dial everything in, you get obsessed with chasing the highest one. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, you get a consistent one. That means you can brew anything you want, and you're always the same. 
right? So I'm That's just going to stick with what I'm doing because I yeah. don't think there's a lot of variation. But in terms of like trying to evaluate my efficiency or this and that, I'm just brewing for consumption. I'm not like mm-hmm. trying to like yeah. impress anyone. It. I'm definitely not chasing a high efficiency. I'm just chasing what my efficiency is so that, yeah, every Making time, sure that it's... What are yeah. you at? 70? So before it was like fluctuating like crazy so it was like 65 and then it was like 82 and then it was like you know and then it and then now it's like 70 70 69 70 which i'm like cool if it stays there then i can buy the proper amount of grain and etc to like get my system to like work properly but that was making me frustrated for a while i think it's just because i was getting new stuff and having to dial in so anyway more on that later but good job everyone the beers are great yeah this is awesome this is a lot of fun yeah, and so definitely uh, watch out for batch two. That'll be a lot of. That'll be great. We We're gonna do, uh, make you do a goose. Yeah. <laughs> Goza. <laughs> goose. No. Goose? No. A goose. A goose. Goza. <laughs> yeah, let's do a goza. Cool. Uh, literally no hops. Don't let a hop Ooh. in the building if you're even bringing this. Yeah, fuck oh. hops. And then I mean, definitely cardamom, obviously. A, Some a, spices. Uh, oh, what about sourcing the cardamom? Maybe that's the variable. Sourcing it from where? Where does it come from? I mean, there's got to be different car- cardamom vendors. Yeah, I mean, it's 2021, so some probably someone's growing it locally in a greenhouse somewhere. But maybe we'll see. We'll see, but it'll be good. I'm, I'm down. I'll, 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 uh, I'll <laughs> refrain from the hops for the next one. It's coriander. I'm actually a big Cori- fan of coriander. Oh, there we go. I'm what about the type of pepper? I have made a, a cardamom cider before. Maybe okay. Well, we'll play around with it. We're Let's all make over a the double place. dry hopped barrel aged hazy. <laughs> feel like that's uh, that's gonna <laughs> drive someone off the podcast. No. Oh, you're in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening, Andy. Always a pleasure. Always. Thank a you for having me. I appreciate it. This is um, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun, and thanks for kind of like setting this up. It was cool. Yes, Andy, I'm down with this. Now we're gonna like log off of this podcast and drink some more beer. I can't wait. Thank if you, you. want to follow Andy, you can follow him at uh, Dell Beer on Instagram and uh, Brewlosophy. We publish every week a new experiment, um, kind of in the same flavor of this. Uh, but yeah, we do tons of stuff, and then there's the calhomebrewers.org uh, for the Southern California Homebrewers Festival. Not one this year, but just wait next, next year. Let's go. If you're a homebrewer in California, definitely join. I know the AHA is like all the rage, but join California Homebrewers. I'm a member. You're a member, yeah? I'm totally a member. Yeah. So. If you're a woman homebrewer in California, or actually, you know what? Anywhere, not even California, Facebook, Modern Brewsters, join us. Plug in, plug in. <laughs> and we'll see you there. All right. See, see and you guys. obviously follow us on at Root Up Podcast on Instagram. You can listen to our podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. And that's all she wrote. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 I love you. All right. Bonus okay. stuff. Bonus round. We have a bonus round. This is the uh-huh. after hours segment. Lori came um, down and brought out a bomber. Okay, so twenty two ounce bottle for I those was, that have not seen a twenty two ounce in a while. It's a twenty two. When I was packaging in my keg, I was like, you know what? We're gonna go full lolly. Actually, not full lolly. A little lolly on this. We're gonna naturally condition. I did not use honey this time, but I used mangrove jacks. Mangrove jack. Mangrove, Mangrove Jack. Jack. This the is going to explode, isn't the it? The uh-huh. candies. The carb candy things. Here we go. All right.
Oh Hold God. On. Okay. Let Everybody me get my equipment. Right, put, the, put the high tech equipment away. <laughs> oh, only a little fizz. Okay. Good. Okay. Not okay. bad. Thank okay, you. Not bad. bad. No lolly bombs tonight. Pass it over. Oh, sh- what we called a quiet pour. I have more glasses. I have more. I have more cups. Quiet. Oh, that is dark AF. I have more plastic cups. I have a. A cache of plastic, clear plastic cups, BJCP approved plastic cups. Quiet pour, quiet pour. That means there's a bunch of yeast, etc. at the bottom. This is interesting. Okay. Okay. Now we're playing a different game here. So so, so, let's be clear, just to clarify for the audience. This is the same beer we just drank, except it's been bottle conditioned. Correct. Okay. Because this, to me, smells way hoppier than Mm -hmm. your other one. Yeah, I like this. It's a little bit more. It's a little bit more well-rounded. Oh. This one's honestly, hedonistically, go ahead, better <laughs> than the other one we drank. I know bottle I conditioning kind of is bottle conditioning the is magic. King, so this actually, is the best. I actually agree. I the, the I I put this out to um, Charlie Banforth, who is a professor at UC Davis about yeast. Now he mm. works in Sierra Nevada. It's just kind of a <laughs> I say, oh, I say emeritus professor, but he's just kind of hanging out. Mm-hmm. And I and I emailed him, and I said, you know, there's a lot of claims about what yeast can do, like how much oxygen can it really remove from a beer? Because yeah. mm-hmm. yeast needs oxygen to, to replicate, and then, it, mm-hmm. and then it goes to alcohol fermentation. That's roughly what it is. It's not mm-hmm. exactly what it is. But I said, you know, if you have a beer that's super oxidized, mm-hmm. I mean, can it just recover? And he says, he his his statement roughly uh-huh. was. No, yeast will always consume oxygen. Yes. It will always consume it. But but it will actually okay. revert to things that happen. And my one example, much like this beer, which is confirming some one other example I have of this was. Go ahead. I had a beer, a sour blonde ale, because I tend to do these every once in a while, these just kind of one-off sour beers. And I bottled it. But sometimes with sour beer brewing and bottling, bottle conditioning, the yeast don't get started immediately just because they're right. so stressed out with the, with, the, with the lactic acid and everything. The pH. The beer turned... I swear, purple. The beer turned purple. Well, that's wow. the thing with port, hazies, right? Same, similar thing. I, I, I'm sure they're in the same vein. Yeah. But they turn a color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for hazies, they turn a color really quickly because of well, some people believe it's actually the grain bill is creating an oxidation, like a metal. It's like a metal oxidizing, like manganese and stuff. It's on the oats and some other things. There's so mm-hmm. there's a lot of good data on that. Jesus Christ. I okay. think that's hap- I think that will come out more in the future. But there's something happening with the oxidation. Why it's turning brown and stuff. But I mean, this beer was purple. But then a few months later, it was perfectly blonde again, exactly wow. as it went in. So I'm not saying we all know yeast is magic, but man, bottle conditioned. King. Look at this. I'm sorry. Wow. Queen. The queen. best. Yeah, queen. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is, this is, if we had put this one in the lineup, you'd be, it'd be so much, it would be, it would be so much more together in terms of, wow, these beers all really taste a lot similar. That's cool. Oh yeah, I kind of added to it. My theory on bottle conditioning is it sometimes can like clean up your mistakes because well, that's kind of what you were saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a well it won't I don't think it oxidizes like you know like hoppy beers are going to oxidize and blah blah blah. If you bottle condition IMO, I don't think that happens. And I've never had a bottle conditioned beer oxidize. That's what you're saying. Or like, cider. Well, tra- you're matter. saying Charlie Ban which I've listened yep. to a couple of his mm-hmm. his episodes on the um, Bradley's yeah. beer smith. Sorry, Brad Smith's. Brad He's like fucking a scientific as fuck. Okay. Yeah. Like he would dry as shit. But the information is great. I guess that's what you're saying though, right? Like it, a second fermentation, it's possible to 
scrub out. It's healing something. I don't know yeah. what the right word is. Cause, cause for it's because the yeast processes organic yeah. and yeah. oxygen. It's a machine. It's, a machine. it's, it's yeah. gonna like filter it out and it's gonna like it's bring an oyster. It's, yes. the it's an oyster. And I don't cold crash before I package, and that's kind of my. It's just how I do it. How it works. How you go. I mean, for me. It's a totally different beer, which is maybe just a set statement of bottle bottle conditioning is like. Are you trying them side by side, go. Lori? Yeah, I am. What do you think? This is it's, your beer. It's the mouth feels different to me. Yep, I get that. I just feel like the bottle conditioned one feels fresher. It just yes. The aroma is like way more like poof. But like, yep. it tastes like. It was like I was saving this for you. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's just, a, yeah, like I said, I think that's kind of gets into the power bottle conditioning. It mm -hmm. it really completely transmuted this beer. It, it went from one thing to a totally another thing in a direction I was not expecting whatsoever. I many, love that. Many people claim, and I think this is accurate because I believe people have tried this where bottle condition a really hoppy beer and then keg condition one. And if you've mm -hmm. not gone to jump to kegging yet, you're never happy with your hoppy bottle conditioned beers until you keg them like oh wow the hop aroma is so much bigger so much brighter huh. but i mean we're getting the opposite right now which is like boom well, i think I it also comes down to like i mean i don't know how you kegged it but also like and that's why people are crazy about yeah. clothes transfer pressure like pressure transferring yeah. with hoppy beers because it really does like the, st the stability of like the hops lasts a little bit longer. Honestly, I don't even trip about that because I and I, I bottle condition and I keg condition. I put oh. priming. Did you, keg you didn't keg condition this one. No, this okay. is one I actually did not keg condition. So, um, so maybe it's the difference it. between fourth carbonating and, and reconditioning mm -hmm. the bottle, not not the initial fermentation. It's just this one. Essentially, the keg one that we tried in the lineup was mm -hmm. more aged because it saw more oxygen. Yeah. during packaging and stuff yeah. but i mean wow i Maybe, really like yeah. the, i really like the bottle. Yeah. i really and then again you know classic sierra nevada pale ale is bottle conditioned so it's true. right can condition or whatever even a classic over mm -hmm. here cans exploding all over the place i'm just oh, kidding for sure great. <laughs> awesome it was a great well, little extra. Lori, i'm Perfect. so glad you had <laughs> that was so good that was the last well, bottle i'm glad you like it that was really good no i've got two more i can send oh. you guys with some home oh thank you oh, cool. you'll love it sweet Sweet. All right. Well, I guess with well, that thank you being said, we'll, I guess we'll wrap up. Bonus. Follow us on Instagram. And <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Bye. <laughs>